G'day, g'day, and welcome back to another episode of The Experience. We're here for the February wrap-up. That's right, I set the intention, and now I'm following through with the action on that commitment and wrapping up the month that was. And wow, what a month February was. It was in ways crazy, exciting, amazing, challenging. So much happening in the month of Feb, and whilst it's the shortest month of the year, um, it felt like it in a sense, but in another sense, it felt like um, just a, a mountainous trek, um, you know, so many highs and lows along the way, but that's life, isn't it? And that's what we love about it. That's what makes every day worth living. And today we're just wrapping it up. We're running it back for the last four weeks to talk about everything that's happening in the world of the podcast, my life, what we're looking to do this month moving forward. It's crazy to think it's March already. It feels like... It has been a, a blip in time, the first two months of this year. Um, so yeah, sitting here with a long black in front of me, sipping away and sharing story. And I guess the first thing I wanted to cover this month is, you know, covering on from last month, I spoke about some of those financial struggles and those things I was taking ownership of in my life. And they definitely flowed on through in a fair bit was definitely the toughest month of my life money-wise. You know, and I want to say, the, the community that I've created here that listen to this and watch the pod, obviously this one here isn't available to watch, but for those of you who just tune in and get around this, I am so grateful for the community that I've built, the amount of messages I had from people reaching out and offering to help with money and that sort of thing. And, you know, to that, I want to say thank you so much, but it's definitely not the point of why I'm speaking out about this. I think that's just the result of very kind and generous hearts, but I've you know, very thankfully declined all of those helping hands. And, you know, even so, I've got an amazing family and support base at home that, you know, especially in my best mates too, that reach out every day to check in and see if they can chip in and, and help in a way because they believe in this and they just want to see me get through month to month. And for me, that's not the reason why I'm sharing this. I'm sharing this because it's accountability and it's ownership, but also to remove the naivety behind podcasters and creative I guess, creators and influencers that money is flowing and life is easy. This is a challenge and I knew that this would be a challenge financially and mentally when I began this journey back in February um, 2020 on the 12th. I knew that the year that followed and the few years that followed were going to test me. That's what this was about. It was about following passion and purpose but understanding it wasn't going to be my best financial move for the short period of time excuse me, as I grew an audience and built some influence online. So I say thank you to all those people that have reached out, but I'm taking ownership of my circumstances and I think that's where the growth comes, right? So the analogy that I've used to explain to people who, you know, and to my family who really want to help me is that, you know, if I'm training for 42 for CF and I've got a 20-kilometer run to do tomorrow, giving someone my Garmin watch to go and clock those kilometers for me will make it look good on Strava and Strava could be like your bank account, right? So someone helping and chipping in with a bit of money could make your bank account look a little bit better and it'll get you through the week. But what you find is it's a false sense of security because when those issues arise and I don't feel great or I'm having a few more struggles with money down the track, then I go, oh, but last time someone helped me out or last time someone grabbed that Garmin watch off me and clock 20k so it looked good on Strava but realistically I've not done the work so 
I'm no better navigating that situation. I don't know what it feels like to go deep in the shit and work my way out of it. And that's where the lessons are learned. The lessons are learned in those tougher times, on those tougher runs. And to come back out of that analogy and into real life, you know, for me, the lessons I'm learning over the course of, you know, the beginnings of 2021 are that every cent you spend positively or negatively impacts your life. And there are the luxuries I have every day. Like I just said, I'm sitting in front of a long black and I enjoy my coffee or two coffees a day, but I don't eat out much anymore. I eat out maybe once a week for a brekkie or a dinner. I've started to become stricter with my spending, but therefore, as Jocko Willing says, discipline equals freedom. The more disciplined you are, you see that money start to positively be impacted in your bank account. You know that you're paying your bills on time. You know that all the other things in your life that require some sort of financial attention are being adhered to. And for me, that's been a real journey that I'm actually in a way, as funny as it sounds, I'm quite enjoying the struggles because I'm learning so much about myself as a person, but also about adulthood, about earning, owning those circumstances. So we're working our way out of it. There's a couple of moves that I'm making to make sure that those financial struggles aren't the case for a very long time and definitely not forever. But it's part of pursuing something that you love and it's part of starting any business. You know, if you speak to any small business owner, the early days aren't easy. It's a struggle. So embrace it. Um, you know, we spoke about that running analogy there. I've had a lot of messages in the last week or two, people asking me how my running's going. I think a few people see me out and about clocking some Ks and I haven't really stopped to be honest since 42 for CF. My volume's just decreased quite a bit and just battling a few of those little niggling injuries and the tightness in the body and all the stuff that arises after running a marathon. You know, I was speaking with Benny Seymour recently and for those of you who don't know Benny, um, I think he's episode 12 on the podcast. He's a guy who was a podcast guest, become my coach for 42 for CF and has become a brother and a mate in the process. And Benny and I were just chatting and catching up and he's sort of a few little niggling injuries and issues at the moment and similar to me, but he's a far worse. And we were just chatting and he said, you know, you probably don't appreciate what you achieved last year being at your absolute peak of achievement in your lifetime physically that that requires some rest and some actual time to properly recover and maybe it isn't something that I've appreciated enough I think I took you know three or so two days off from running after that marathon and kind of tried to keep going and I ran two half marathons before the end of the year you know after that marathon effort and I think my body just was a little bit worse for wear because of it and was a little bit wound up and tight in certain areas as I say that I pop my hip um, sitting here in the booth but I'm just slowly but surely navigating my body you know one one chat I got a lot out of was my my podcast episode with Taylor Cecil and he spoke about the relationship you have with your training and how it should be 50% science and 50% art and I really love that analogy it's something I'd never heard before but it's something I'm starting to apply to my life so I have, I guess, a goal that I want to achieve for the week if I look at my training volume and I listen to my body as I move through that week if I don't feel amazing one day. And, you know, you know, one thing I want to touch on, we spoke about that before, ownership and accountability. I think you, once you've built discipline, you know whether you're being lazy or not. I built incredible discipline last year to the point where I want to get up at 4.45 every morning and go for a run. 
no doubt. Doesn't matter how little sleep I've had the night before, I will leave a party, I will leave a dinner, I will leave some form of social outing to make sure that I'm back at home with reasonable sleep. And reasonable sleep was four hours on Saturday night leading into Sunday's run, but I am king. <coughs> Excuse me. I am keener and eager than ever to get up and run in the morning. So I know it's not a disciplinary issue, but I start to make intuitive decisions based on how my body feels. It's that art, right? Where, you know, the last couple of weeks there have just been days where my joints have been a little bit, I guess, a little bit tired from impact and a couple of days back to back running. You know, sometimes my back has been a bit of an issue and it doesn't always mean just not running. It means maybe instead of a 10K, I do a five or Maybe I don't run that day, I run the next and I use that day to utilize some recovery and some weight stuff in the gym. But I'm starting to get smarter with understanding my body and that's one of the beauties of training more consistently and really diving into the deep discovery that is the human body and and human performance. So I'm really enjoying that and just trying to navigate my way through the first few months of this year. You know, we've, we've started reaching out to council and putting plans in place for 2021, 42 for CF and it's looking very likely that that's going to be mid-October. So there's many months ahead of me. And one thing's for sure, my base to begin the marathon prep is far greater than it was in 2020. So there are, I guess, not too many worries on my mind that I'll be capable and and extremely fit and at my peak by that point in time. It's just making sure that I do things correctly and listen to my body in the meantime so that when it comes time to actually turn it on and you know, tie those laces up nice and tight and give the running a really good focus for the next couple months, I'll be ready. Um, as far as pod direction, you know, we've got a really exciting couple months ahead of us. It's been a great start to the year already. Part of the reason that 2021 has been so busy is just the volume of content I'm shooting, basically. Just taking a quick sip there of that coffee. Lee and me, it's always good. You know, the content volume has been extremely high I've been doing anywhere between two and four shoots a week really and that usually means two releases a week and it's something that I've you know since getting back on the train sort of second week of gen this year it's something I've adhered to getting those two episodes out a week making sure that you know I appreciate the fact that some of you listen to every podcast episode or watch every episode and I thank you so much for that but I know that for me personally as a as a podcast consumer as a listener there are definitely episodes of Joe Rogan that I don't tune into because that guest doesn't excite me or they don't personally interest me and I understand it might be much of a muchness for you guys who tune into the experience here so I try to get out two a week and I'm trying to keep those guests very diverse and cover those topics that you want to hear and you're going to get something out of so I think the volume of content is important at this point in time and We've just had some great episodes and a couple of really, really favourable ones in, you know, in and amongst the 67, 68 that have been released so far, which is exciting to see because for me as a, as a host and someone who puts a lot of time and effort and, and love into this show, to know that you guys are getting a whole lot out of it means the bloody world to me. So thank you so much for tuning in. A lot more to come in these next few months. We've got some great guests we're lining up. I'm, currently in talks with Aussie entertainer Hugh Sheridan and his team 
to lock in a date with with him sort of late March and Hugh's got an incredible story and I'm hopeful we can get him on the show to share that. We've done a bit of work with Jamie Soward recently around the upcoming NRL season and whilst this is definitely not a rugby league podcast um, or a sports podcast in any way, shape or form, we definitely do enjoy a bit of that in my life and I know my mates do and it's something I enjoy talking about. So, you know, one or two episodes here and there, I guess definitely aren't going to hurt and will be appreciated by some of you and I hope so. Um, some of the funny chats that we've had with guys like Justin Horro, The Scope, Jordan Simi from Jordan's Room, those guys and those episodes were really well received, along with um, a more serious chat and Alison Morgan, who's a very well-regarded business coach here in Australia. And, you know, her, her episode has been loved by a lot of small business owners who felt that, you know, and this is a little bit of advice, we went into, not advice from me, um, business-wise, more so advice from you going and listening to this pod if you own a business or if you're creating a brand because we went into that with a, a clear agenda to sort of target it not to the long-standing business owners but rather the small business owners and the early brand beginners who I guess are in that startup phase and maybe had some difficulty through coronavirus and are trying to find find their path, are trying to steer their ship in the early years to make sure they don't sink later on and so far, a lot of small business owners have reached out to me and a lot of small brands and been really appreciative of that content. So I'm sure you'll get something out of it if you go and listen and even more so you'll get something out of it if you reach out to Alison. She's just extremely intelligent in the business space and um, you know she's a pedigree. She's got lots of good years under her belt in blue chip marketing in London as well as um, founder of two businesses here in Australia. So a great chat and you know I'm just pumped for these next few months ahead and always open in the DMs to suggestions. Reach out. If there's someone that you think would be an amazing guest on the show, reach out and let me know. I actually had an old work colleague, um, Maddie Ball, who reached out and suggested episode 57 with Forever Projects, Mark Domkins, the, the CEO of that company and that non-for-profit organization. What an amazing topic to discuss and we had a great time talking about the foundation that he, his wife and some close family and friends have created over in um, Tanzania. So, you know, I love getting those suggestions and I love suggestions on content. I put out something on my Instagram story yesterday regarding releasing some merchandise in the coming months. Um, that's something I'll look to do as I get a little bit more revenue back in the show and, and steady my financial situation and, you know, Looking at all aspects, I appreciate that not many of you probably want to walk around with my name on your chest or your back, whether that be in the form of a hoodie, a shirt or a hat, who knows, I'm open to those suggestions too, but we'll probably brand it the experience, I think it's a little more um, consumer friendly, would you say, where I can see a lot of you getting around in the experience kit, and I know I would, um, and supporting it more so from that angle, and we're kind of taking shape to be just the experience anyway if you look at it from a whole like I sort of trying to detach the ego and my name from it a whole lot more you know this show is not about me it's about the guests that come through and deliver powerful messages and while sometimes those powerful messages come solo from my end um, it's definitely not all about me so I think the more I remove my name the better it is for the ego and um, the better it is for the show as a whole. So that's probably the, the route we'll take with the merchandise. And I'd just love to hear what you guys think and would want. I know we're coming in towards winter. So I think hoodies are always well received and are always a bit of a go, whether it's getting you to the gym in the morning or just getting you out for a coffee 
um, when it's nice and cold and breezy and, you know, the T-shirts are something that I never turn down. So that's a route that we're taking. I'll work on a bit of art and, and make them basic but nice um, and maybe even some some powerful messages um, from some of the great guests we've had on or just some stuff that could be real mottos for your life or the day that you, you set out on when you put that piece of merchandise on um, as a little quote or something on that stuff. But happy to hear your, your thoughts and opinions. You guys are the ones that will be spending the money and supporting me in the show. So reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Um, I guess a bit of personal growth for, for the month of Feb. You know, it was a really exciting month for me. I found that, <coughs> excuse me, it's funny because, you know, you talk about you talk about the challenges that I face financially, um, the craziness of upping the content, upping the volume, getting into the office. We moved, how's this, right? Just to go sidetrack for a second, moved into the office here, the Experience HQ on the 12th of Feb, which was my first day above Lee and me, the cafe in Wollongong, you know, our hometown, our local, our favourite and moved up here and I was sitting here on that day and I just looked down at the date on my Garmin and it said the 12th of Feb and I was like that's crazy because that was exactly a year from the day that I released my first three podcast episodes. The 12th is also my birthday in April and the 12th of December was the day I ran my marathon so there's something about 12s seems to be a lucky number that continues to pop up everywhere within my life so um, yeah that was a funny little sidetrack story for you but Um, getting back to that personal growth and I found that throughout some of the challenges that I've faced this month it was a good opportunity to dive into a little bit of personal growth and self-development what I mean by that is I find you know as a podcaster full-time and someone whose life really revolves around social media to engage new audience to promote episodes um, to seek out and and understand which guests are going to be best to come on the show a lot of my time is consumed by my phone and I was spending anywhere between sort of like six and a half and seven hours of screen time a day and that's just solely on my phone and I started to feel like the, I guess that was starting to take a toll a little bit where I was starting to get frustrated by my phone but also I was having having those moments where I pick it up and scroll for no real reason as opposed to just to scroll and it become very distracting at times and you know, I'd be sitting in front of TV watching, you know, watching something on Netflix that I wanted to watch for entertainment or educational purposes or watching a YouTube video or listening to a podcast or trying to be present in a certain moment. I found myself just almost second nature was to pick up my phone and start scrolling and lose attention on what the original task at hand was. So I decided in the mornings to really get off my phone and sort of go for my run, my swim, grab my coffee, head home making my brekkie at home or doing a little bit of fasting here and there too but I'll have my coffee and I'll read a book and I found that the reading has been great I read The Alchemist to begin again because that's a book that set my soul on fire last year and made some real impact in my life and I've just started reading another book that I'm not sure I've actually liked too much at the moment it's called The Four Agreements and part of me wants to just finish it for the sake of finishing it or maybe giving it the time but part of me thinks put it down and come back to something else and just continue to build the passion for reading through the story and the stuff that I love and I'm thinking Matthew McConaughey's book Green Lights is calling my name so I might make a little purchase or or borrow that from someone in the next in the next week or so and start diving into that novel and 
and you know so many lessons to be learned from a guy who's lived a great life in that book so I'm keen to dive into that and as well as that just turning my phone off at night so sort of from seven or eight o'clock at night I go put my phone in my room and just leave it on charge and you know I turn my notifications off on my Garmin and I just sit and be present with family or the friends that I'm with and and just enjoy those moments and try not to go to bed consumed by what's happening on social media or the circle of influence around us in this day and age and you know part of that which I've mentioned in a few of the podcast episodes recently is hearing a tech um, someone in the tech space speak on virtual reality recently in a podcast and they addressed how they think in the near future we'll be coming home from work putting on a set of VR goggles to escape to the world that we've created and crafted within those goggles you know they said if you're in a relationship and you're not happy what that means is you could escape that reality and actually have a virtual affair with someone and then take your goggles off at night and hey you've done nothing wrong and you get to go to bed and you know you've got your wife and your family there or you know for the the ladies or whoever your husband and your family there and um and you just go to sleep and wake up and do your work and do it all again the next night and to me technology has never sounds so unappealing it just it almost hit me for a six. It made me think about the direction that we're headed in as a world and how whilst these these phones have the incredible power to deliver a podcast like this or a powerful message or to connect you with the people in your life that can't always be close or, you know, you just want to be close to more often, you know, to the power to inspire you, to inspire your creative or your educational side and, and do all these amazing things. They also have such a negative impact where virtual world has become so real life that we forget we have the exact power to craft and create the world around us in in real life you know and that scares me it scares me to think that you know at one point in time you know let's say this all happens in the next five or ten years and that you could spend 20 years living in your goggles only to wake up one morning and realize that the world around you has come crumbling down that you didn't appreciate the nature, you didn't appreciate your health, you didn't appreciate true travel discovery and understanding of yourself and that world scares the hell out of me. So I'm just trying to get it away from my phone a little bit more often, make it not always business, you know, business with a little bit of pleasure, but more so a business objective to go on and engage in my socials, to share more podcasts. I think separating yourself from the and from that side of it and making it more of a working element at times can be really healthy to just ground you and bring you back down to earth and to be a little bit more mindful so so many good things happen in my life as well as so many challenges I guess that's the that's the motto for Feb and that's what I've learned from it and I'm just so excited for the month ahead I think there are some amazing times ahead there's definitely more challenges but there's going to be some you know I said it in one of my Instagram reels the other day I just have this overwhelming feeling that some really great things are about to happen in my life and I believe that's because I'm putting in hard work and I have great intentions towards what I want to achieve and why I want to succeed so I'm going to continue to push I'm going to continue to to challenge myself mentally physically spiritually spiritually that long black hasn't kicked in yet to be the best version of myself and just glad that you guys are along for the ride and, and get to experience this no pun intended with me so thank you so much for being a big part of the february that was um we'll continue to put out great content in march and if you're 
hearing this, it's because it was released today. That is the 2nd of March, um, the February wrap-up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, continue to like, subscribe, share, follow on all platforms and leave those ratings and reviews and, and reach out for any feedback or suggestions. Love your work. Bye.